free at last. And uh, this is based on uh, the passage from Shemot, but I want us to open up uh, saying this prayer together. So if we can go to that slide, guys. So join me in. Let's recite this prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, give me eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to perceive, and the will to obey your word that I hear today in Yeshua's name. Amen. As I said, we are entering <clears throat> this four-week series uh, based on this passage in Shemot, uh, and this is a four-part promise that Adonai made to Israel, and they are represented by the four cups that we drink from during our Passover Seder, and we talk about those cups as we go through the Haggadah. So look at this passage with me, uh, Shemot chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. I'm reading from the NIV translation this morning. Therefore say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, first promise, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. Second promise, I will free you from being slaves to them. The third promise, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. The fourth promise, I will take you as my own people and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians, and I will bring you to the land I swore with uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Yitzchak, and to Yaakov, and I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. One writer shared the following focus for each of these cups and each of these promises. He said the first promise was connected to, which we know is connected to the cup of sanctification. He says it is a promise to release us. And that's what I'm going to be speaking on uh, this morning in my message entitled, Released from Pain. The second promise connected to the cup of deliverance, also known as the cup of plagues, is to rescue us. The third cup of redemption has the promise that God made to redeem us. And the final cup of praise or expectation, God gives us here the promise to restore us. So as I was reading through what this author was saying, I thought about these four different promises. And to me, they represented four steps as of the process of us becoming free. The first two steps are talking about where God is bringing us out of. And the last two steps refer to where God is taking us, uh, where he's bringing us into. So our prayer, Rabbi Michael and my prayer for you and for this congregation is that as we go through this series over the next for weeks, that each week you will experience a new level of freedom as Adonai brings each of us to the place that he has prepared for us, and that we can each say with great joy at this Passover season, I am free at last. Amen? We can make that declaration. So just thinking about the Passover story, We are all familiar with it, and we know that Israel had been in slavery for over 400 years. And Passover recounts the story of their deliverance out of slavery in Egypt and their freedom from the oppression of the Egyptians. Spiritually, many times as believers, we find ourselves in bondage similar to the physical bondage that the Egyptians were in. And sometimes it's because of choices we have made. We've talked about this before or other times because of things that have happened to us that we had no control over. But the reality is we do walk sometimes with shackles around our feet 
waiting to experience liberty and joy, but weighed down by the chains and the pain that we just can't seem to be free of. So this year, I really feel Adel and I want to encourage, every year we do speak on freedom. You know, there are certain, the holidays have a theme that are with them, and God gives us, we say this all the time when we speak at the holidays, he gives us these moedim, uh, these feasts of the Lord, to help us focus on something. Uh, not that God doesn't want us to be free at other times of the year, but we get to focus on freedom in a very uh, a strong way during this Passover season. So as we've encouraged you in the past, I want to encourage you this year once again to believe for a new level of freedom in your life, whatever that may represent for you. Because sometimes we are weighed down by pain and, and, and chains, and God wants to break those chains of bondage off of our lives, off our minds, our hearts, our emotions, and even our bodies. He wants to release us from the pain that we are experiencing. And as we go through this with each promise that Adonai makes, he makes it very, very clear that he's the one that is going to be doing this. He says, I will bring you out. I will free you. I will redeem you. I will take you. I will bring you to the land. We need to remember that it is God himself who will work in our lives to bring lasting freedom to us. Listen to me. We don't need a quick fix that we obtain because we manipulate others or our circumstances. Do you understand that? Because we can do that. And many of us are very good at that. We will manipulate things around. We will get a temporary release only to find ourselves a week or a month later experiencing the same pain, the same bondage that we were in before. Why? Because we are not looking to God as a source of our freedom, and as a source of our liberty. We need lasting peace, deliverance, and change in our lives. And Adonai is the only one who can really, really do that. So my encouragement to you this morning is get ready to be free at last. Get ready to be freed from your pain. This message focuses on the first promise listed in verse 6, where Adonai says, I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. He is saying to Israel, I will free you from your pain. Like Israel, we find ourselves under weight that can be unbearable and a pain that just won't stop. When we look at the Hebrew word used here for yoke or burdens, it's the word sivlot. And it means something that is wearisome and laborious. It means... Uh, to bear or to transport like a heavy load that you're, you're carrying. For some uh, listening to this message, that heavy load is sin. Listen to what the psalmist says in chapter 38, verse 4. He says, For my iniquities loom high over my head as a heavy burden, too heavy for me. Friends, sin is heavy. For a moment, it can look fun. It can look exciting. It can look like, wow, I want to do that. You know, I don't want to be stuck in the synagogue every Saturday. I'm going to go spread my wings and fly. Some of us listening to my message today, sitting in the synagogue, and those listening by podcast, we have secret sins that we indulge in. Some of us have pet sins that we coddle and embrace. 
You know, sin is rejection of God and his word. And some of us have just said no to God. We've told him we don't want anything to do with him or his ways, at least right now. Because most of us listening to this message get it that he's God and we're not. So we're not going to, you know, totally blow him off. But another day, God. The weight of that sin is going to be a burden that will one day overtake you if it hasn't already. It will entangle you. It will leave you destitute. Think of the prodigal son. We are praying for many, many prodigals in this congregation. I have many in my family, as do many of you. The prodigal is the one who said, God, I don't need you right now. There's a world out there that I want to experience. Give me my inheritance. Let me go and do my own thing. Where did he end up? In the pig pen. Destitute. All that he thought was so good and glorious out there in the world, when he lost all of his money, when he had nothing to give to anyone, they all forsook him. And he was left all alone in his sin. Sin is a weight. But today, do you hear me? Today, God wants to release you from the burden of that sin. For many of us today in the congregation or listening, again, by podcast, we have accepted Yeshua as our Messiah, knowing that his blood atones for our sins. And he has released us from that weight and pain of sin, to which we say, hallelujah, amen. Thank you that we don't carry that weight of sin around anymore. Yet over the years, we have found ourselves walking with other heavy burdens. It's not sin, but we have shackles that the enemy has ensnared us in. The enemy of our soul, Hasatan, he desires to keep us in bondage and pain. And, and so he attacks our bodies, our minds, and our emotions to keep us tied up in knots. But Yeshua, the Passover lamb, died to set us free, not just from sin, but from pain and weariness and tiredness. In the new covenant, Yeshua called all those who are burdened to come to him. This is a verse that is familiar to many of us from Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28. He says, come to me, all of you who are struggling and burdened, and I will give you rest. This word here, struggling, means to be wearied. It's a tiredness brought on by the difficulty of the situation that you find yourself in. One article describing this word used here says it refers to one who was less so weary. It was if the person had taken a physical beating. Struggling, weary. It conveys this idea of toil that involves sweat, fatigue, and emphasizes the weariness which follows as a result of the straining of all one's powers to the utmost. Burden is a picture of someone that is overloaded like a beast of burden. As you can see, you know, the caravans and things in movies and stuff like this, and they just load it and it's burdened down. That's the connotation of this word that is here. Friends, we get weary and tired of the pain of the burden we carry. 
The shackles are cutting into our feet and hands from the struggle to free ourselves. We are worn out because we have used all our power and might to no avail. For many, we have come to the point of giving up. We just don't believe we can be released from the pain, so we adjust our lives and decide to live with it, just saying, this is how it's got to be. But that's not what God says. God says he wants to release you and me from our pain today. When Shlomo dedicated the temple, and we were reading a little bit about that today, he recalls what Adonai did when he brought Israel out of Egypt with these words. He says, for they are your people, your inheritance, whom you brought out of Egypt, out of the flames of the iron furnace. This speaks, again, of intense pain and of great oppression. The flames represents the enemy's desire to destroy us. He is the one firing those fiery darts at your shield of faith, trying to wear you down so that you just give up. This pain and oppression is what many of us are experiencing. You are overwhelmed with life at times, and you see no release in your future. You're walking under this weight that is crushing you. You can barely make it through the day at times. You feel beaten down by life and by circumstances. Weariness is normal for you. For some, this is seen in our physical bodies as we struggle through pain and sickness, longing to be released into our healing. For others, it's a mental strain that we wrestle with day in and day out, an an agony that no one else can see, a burden that engulfs us at times. And still for others, it's an emotional conflict that that you daily face exhausting you, leaving you with this sense of no help. In fact, many of us feel like we're in that fiery furnace. Shlomo describes, again, longing for relief and release. And Yeshua says that's what he wants to bring to us today. Often our suffering is in silence. Often other people have no clue. They only see the smile you put on your face. While inside you are struggling, crushed by the weight of a relationship gone sour, broken by a child gone astray, shattered by the struggle of loved ones you just can't seem to help, worn out by anxiety and fear that grips your heart, overwhelmed by a financial debt that is swallowing you. We are fatigued, we are discouraged, And we sometimes feel like giving up because we feel that release will never, ever come to us. We see others experiencing their freedom, and we shake our heads inside pondering why it has not happened to us. Why are we still struggling? What is wrong with me, God? Thinking of Israel being there for over 400 years, they could have struggled with similar thoughts. Where is the God of Abraham? He promised a land flowing with milk and honey. All we see is oppression. The load gets heavier day by day. The taskmaster is more cruel this year than last year. Will there ever be any relief for me? To the Israelite, 
and to you and me today concerning the burdens we are bearing, the weight we are carrying, and the pain we are experiencing, Adonai simply says, I see. But in saying I see, he's saying a lot. In Shemot 3.7, Adonai said to the Israelites, and he says this to you and me today, I have seen how my people are being oppressed in Egypt, in bondage, in pain, in distress. And I have heard their cry for release from their slave masters because I know their pain. You and I think no one sees, that no one knows and no one cares. And Adonai says to you and to me today, I see the oppression. I hear your cry for freedom. I know the pain that you are feeling right now. And then he continues in verse 8 with these words. I have come down to rescue you from the Egyptians and to bring you out of their country to a good and spacious land, a land that is flowing with milk and honey, the place of the Kinaani, the Hittite, the Emori, the Piritsi, the Hevi, and the Yevusi. Adonai was declaring to Israel that it is time for your freedom at last. He is saying, I am releasing you from your pain, I am bringing you out of your shackles. I am bringing you out of the bondage. And it is the word that he is declaring to Beth Emanuel today, to those sitting in this sanctuary, to those listening to the podcast. God says, I want you to experience freedom at last. He says, I am releasing you from the pain that you have been experiencing. He wants to encourage us that the anointed one, is here today. He is here to bring us out. His name is Yeshua. His name is Yeshua. And in Luke chapter 4, Yeshua quotes from Isaiah 61 and Isaiah 58, applying these truths to himself and what he came to do for mankind, and what he came to do for you and for me today. Yeshua is here. Adonai is here to release you from the pain, from the burden and the weight that you have been carrying around. Look at these verses with me. Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. Yeshua said, the spirit of Adonai is upon me because he has anointed me to announce good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the imprisoned and renewed sight for the blind, to release those who have been crushed and to proclaim a year of the favor of Adonai. I want to encourage you to take time to read in Isaiah 61, the first eight or nine verses to get a fuller context of this passage that Yeshua read there in that synagogue in Nazareth and proclaimed. And after he read from the scroll, he sat down and he said, Today, today, this word is fulfilled in your sight. Today, 
Yeshua says, I'm going to release you from your pain today. In the book of Job, chapter 20, I think it's 22, we are told that when you declare a thing, it will be established. And I was, I was working on my message, and I was talking to Rabbi Michael. I said, I, I'm not sure if I should do this, but this is what I sense in my heart. I sense that God wants me to make declarations over you today. Again, his word says, you will declare, declare a thing, and it will be established. So based on what Yeshua said he, the anointed one, came to do here in Luke 4 and in Isaiah 61, I want to make declarations to this congregation, to those listening around the world. We have people listening around the world to our podcast. So today I want to declare freedom to the captives according to the promise in this word, the promise of the anointed one. Just as Adonai promised to bring Israel out of Egypt and then fulfilled that promise, so Yeshua is here today to fulfill his word that he spoke in the synagogue in Nazareth. The anointing on him breaks the yoke of darkness in every area of our lives. According to Yeshua's word, I want to make declarations and proclamations over our lives today. What do we have to do? Accept what God says. Accept what he says he is doing and move out of that oppression just like Israel walked out of Egypt. Adonai brought them out, but they had to follow. So God wants to bring you out of your pain today, but you have to follow him as he is leading you. Follow Adonai to your freedom today. So the first thing is I proclaim the good news I declare salvation and forgiveness through Yeshua that will take away the weight of the sin that you are under. Adonai calls you out of that sin right now. And he calls you into the light of his glorious presence. I declare this over our loved ones, over those in the bondage of sin who are in this room or listening to the podcast, that Adonai would open your eyes so that you will turn from darkness to light, from the power of the adversary to God, and thus receive your forgiveness of sins. Wherever you are listening to this message, you know that God is tugging at your heart. You are weary from the sin and the pain it has brought to you. You are good at putting on a show for others to see, but inside you are miserable because you know that this is not what life is about. You hear God calling you to himself. He has made provision for your sins to be forgiven, and your response is to repent and accept the atoning work of Yeshua on the tree of sacrifice on your behalf. The second thing I want to declare today is I declare freedom to those who are in prison. I speak release from the prison of your emotions, the prison of your thoughts, and the prison of your circumstances that you feel can never change. As the angel appeared and brought Kepha out of the physical shackles and prison he was in, so the Lord is bringing you and me out of our prisons today. 
Acts 12 tells us that Caphas was bound with two chains and guards were at the door keeping watch over the prison. Herod was going to ensure that Caphas stayed in prison. He remembered how early recorded for us in Acts chapter 5 that the emissaries escaped from jail and he wasn't going to allow that to happen again. The devil is like Herod. He is doing everything he can to keep you in the prison that he has made for you. He has bombarded your thoughts daily, bringing accusation against you as a child of God. He is the one who insinuates that you are not good enough. He implants those thoughts in your head that your situation will never change because he wants you to feel hopeless. He wants you to see the chains and the guards looming over you. But God wants you to see his deliverance today. In verse 7 of chapter 12 in Acts, it says, Suddenly an angel of Adonai stood there, and a light shone in the cell. He tapped Cephas' side and woke him up, and he said, Hurry, get up. And the chains fell off his hands. As suddenly is happening right now for many listening to my voice, Adonai is saying, Get up, walk out of the prison cell that you are in. Just like Israel had to physically get up and walk out of Egypt, Adonai is calling you to get up and walk out of that prison you have been captive in, out of the emotional, mental, mental and physical pain you have been experiencing. Today, Adonai proclaims freedom over you. He is bringing you out of that bondage, out of that oppression, out of that weariness, and into the promised land. He is bringing you into a place of rest and peace. It is a place of provision, and it is a place of security. To those in bondage to sickness, I declare that the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings and you will break out leaping like calves released from the stall. To those in bondage to poverty, I declare Adonai will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. To those fighting anxiety and fear, I declare that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a sound mind. To those fighting depression, I release the abundant life of Messiah over you. To those weighed down by restlessness, I declare the peace of God over your heart and your mind. To those overcome with sorrow, I declare that you will reap with songs of joy. Amen. The third area of declaration based on this scripture is I release light into the darkness surrounding you. This light will shine brightly into every area of your light, dispelling the darkness that has held you in bondage. The light is going to expose strongholds that Adonai desires to tear down. It is going to reveal areas even now in your heart that you need to let go of so that you can experience the total freedom that God has for you. Those secret places that you have hidden from others and that you think you have hidden from God, he will bring into the light right now because he loves you. They have held you in bondage and he wants to release you from that bondage right now. I declare you will no longer experience confusion. Adonai is bringing clarity to your mind. The fog that has been over your brain and your eyes is gone. I declare you will see things clearly like you have never seen before. 
I declare you will not be blinded by your circumstances, your emotions, or by the actions and words of others. I declare you will be able to see with the eyes of God, not only into your own situation in life, but into the lives of others as well. Other night is going to give you specific direction in this year ahead. He will light the path that you are to take. His word will guide you. As it says in Psalm 119, his lamp is a light unto your feet and a light unto your path. The next area is for those who are brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. I declare healing to the brokenhearted. Your heart is heavy for your loved ones, those you long to come to Messiah. Your heart is shattered because of broken promises, missed opportunities, hurts from other people, misunderstanding. You feel hopeless when you look at your marriage, at your children, at the world around you. You might have lost a loved one or experienced disappointment over a job you thought you had. Perhaps the pain of watching your children's struggles crushes your heart. At the same time, you might feel guilt because maybe there was something more you thought you could have done to change things. You are ready to give up because the pain is more than you can bear. For some, you have been walking through this for months and even years. You feel you are all alone. You think no one sees the tears at night or the sorrow in the morning. But Adonai says, he is near those who are brokenhearted, and he saves those whose spirit is crushed. Adonai is reaching out to you right now with his love and care to bind up your wounds. Instead of pain and sorrow, he is giving you a spirit of peace and joy. I declare that he is giving you garlands instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, a cloak of praise instead of heavy spirit, so that you will be called oaks of righteousness planted by Adonai. I declare your heart will be renewed. I declare that hope is being released even now. Your pain is being healed. You will stand strong. No longer will you be crushed under the weight of pain and hurt. Adonai is releasing you from shame. He is putting back together the broken pieces of your heart. I declare you will be secure in him. I declare that he is firmly planting you into a new place where you will flourish in the way that he has designed you to flourish. And finally, I declare a year of favor from Adonai. This phrase, the year of the favor of the Lord that Yeshua used in this passage and is used in Isaiah 61 is a phrase referring to the year of Jubilee. Most of us know what the year of Jubilee represents. It is a year of freedom and restoration. Yeshua uses this imagery to let us know that he wants to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can ask or imagine. So I declare you will rebuild the areas of your life that the enemy has destroyed. I declare a year of renewal and restoration. I declare it will be a year of restitution. As Adonai promises in his word, he will make the enemy pay you back sevenfold for the service he has caused you in your life. I declare shouts of joy and victory will ring throughout your home and throughout this synagogue. As the favor of God is poured out on your life in fresh new ways, you will experience the mercy and kindness of Adonai in your life. I declare that under his favor, the works of your hands will prosper. I declare his anointing will rest on you to proclaim the good news of Messiah, 
to heal the sick, to see the captives set free. I declare that not only will you have favor with God, but also with man. Doors will open that you never thought possible. This will be a year of experience, his presence in your lives. It will be a year of refreshing for your soul. As God brought Israel out of Egypt, so he is bringing each one of us out of the oppression, the bondage, and the pain that we are living in. I want to close with this scripture here from Devarim, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 37. Because he loved your ancestors and chose their descendants after them, he brought you out of Egypt by his presence and his great strength to drive out before you nations greater and stronger than you and to bring you into the land to give it to you for your inheritance. Through his presence and his great power, God is releasing each one of us from the pain and the weight and the burdens that we have been walking under. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. I want to close in prayer. The first thing I want to do is to give opportunity for the weight of sin to be lifted off of you. Sin is not your friend. Sin is not your friend. It will entice you. It will tell you this is the way to go, but it will destroy you. Sin is rejection of God. You're not here by accident. You're not listening to this message by accident. God loves you tremendously. And he wants you for himself. And he wants to spare you the pain of the weight of sin and what sin will do in your life. So I'm going to lead in a prayer. Because God wants to release you and draw you out of sin into his glorious presence. So I'd like to ask everyone to pray this prayer. But listen to me. And I want to speak especially to young people here today. I once was young. I'm, my youth is being renewed like the eagles, so I still feel young. I know the pressures that you face. I know how the enemy puts those things there in your life to ensnare you and to lure you 
into a place that you think is going to be the best thing ever. But I want to tell you from experience, it will be a place of great pain. And God wants to spare you that. And he was calling you, drawing you back to his heart today. Today. I've seen the pain of what sin can do in the lives of many, many people over the years, including my own loved ones. A brother who now is recovered from alcoholism but would end up in the ditch, drunk, passed out because of the lure and the drawing at a young age in high school, drawn to that. Saw how it destroyed families. But the enemy makes it look nice and fun. Let's go party. Let's go drink. Let's go have fun. But God wants to spare you that. So let's pray this prayer. And if you are walking under the way to sin, whether you're young or old, because there's some older people here today who have not really totally surrendered to God. You might come here regularly, but you've never really said yes to Messiah. You've not said yes to Messiah. You're doing your own thing. God's calling you. God's calling you. Why am I taking time here? Because As I've shared in this past year, my burden for those who don't know God is great. The thought that any of you would spend eternity separated from the presence of God brings me to tears of intercession. If you're here and you're okay with God and you're uncomfortable with me, sorry. Sorry. Because if today a soul is brought out of darkness and out of the chains of the enemy who has tried to ensnare them and a name is written in the book of life because we take a few extra minutes now, wish that someone would do that for my family who is 1,200 miles away, that someone would take the time to talk a little longer, to share a little more, so that their name would be written in the book of life, so that there would be that assurance that when I get to heaven, I'm going to see my brother John, 
my brother David, my nephew Tom, and on and on the list could go. And my heart's desire is to see each one of you in heaven. not where I thought the end of my message was going. But release from the pain of sin is very, very real. And friends, heaven and hell is real. So we're going to pray. And if you're struggling with sin, if you're a young person in this room and you are struggling because you feel like God is just not for you and I don't want this religious stuff anymore come talk to me come talk to my husband we love you we love you and we know we know what hell is trying to do in your life. Pray with me. Dear Yeshua, everyone pray, Dear Yeshua, thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying the weight of sin could be removed from me. Today, I accept you. I renew my commitment to you. I turn from sin and I turn back to you to dedicate my life to you to be released from the penalty of sin and the pain it brings. Write my name in the book of life. Amen. Amen. My husband and I will be available after service and to those who just prayed this prayer and it was really a prayer that you needed to pray today because one you've never done it before or two you've wandered away please come talk to us today today okay um, we'll take you out for a cup of coffee someday this week not today <laughs> we'll take you out this week talk about it This is how I envision the service ending with what I'm about to do now. This is what I felt God put on my heart. The prayer team will be available afterwards, but we're going to respond corporately right now. But if you need prayer for anything specifically, some of us will be up here for that. But I felt that we needed to respond to the declarations that God made to us today. Okay? The declaration that he is releasing us and bringing us out of pain, out of bondage. And so I want us just to, to, to raise our hands.
as, as a, a sign of receiving. Like if I had a gift to give to you and I came with this gift and I extended it to, to Randy, he's going to have to reach out his hands to receive that gift, right? So that's what we're doing here. It's a symbolic act. about this in membership class this morning about meditating on the word of God because there is a supernatural release that God can work in our life he uses other things as well and when we encourage that he uses doctors he uses counselors he uses many many things he has gifted people and don't forsake those things but there's a supernatural work that God wants to do in our lives this year so I want to encourage you to meditate on Shemot 6, 6 through 8, those promises. Meditate this week specifically on Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord was upon Yeshua, is upon Yeshua, to release us from our pain. I say goodbye, pain. I say goodbye to pain. God wants to release me and you today. So I'm going to close with the Aaronic benediction. I thank you for coming out today. Speak God's blessing upon you. Again, I'm going to ask some of the ministry team to come up. Uh, and uh, if you have a prayer need that you want someone to agree with you in prayer, we will be here. Uh, tonight, 7 o'clock, couples, see Rena or I if you didn't sign up. Uh, we had a couple of people who won't be able to make it tonight, so we have plenty of uh, food. <laughs> so uh, receive this blessing. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face shine on you and show you his favor. Adonai May Adonai lift up his face towards you and give you peace. May you walk in peace. May you walk in freedom, freedom, release from pain this week. In Yeshua's name, amen. God bless you. Prayer will happen uh, within.